The Adam Smith Awards are globally recognised as the industry benchmark for best practice and innovation in corporate treasury. Throughout this dedicated series, we take a deep dive into each of the winning solutions in conversation with the creators themselves. Hello, I'm Meg Coates, Joint Publisher and Head of Operations at the Treasury Today Group. In this episode, we take a look at our overall and highly commended winner in our Best Supply Chain Solution category. This category combines both trade and the supply chain, both financial and physical, to acknowledge the special relationship between buyer and seller. Supply chains are increasingly important given the global pandemic and more recent events as the result of the situation in the Ukraine. Our winners showcase an SCF solution for its suppliers in India, Bangladesh and China, whilst our highly commended winner has also implemented an SCF solution where its suppliers are onboarded in just 10 days. And the overall winner of our best supply chain solution is Alan Chitty, Director of Group Treasury, Tax and Risk at Petco Group. My name is Mateusz Siwa and I'm Finance Project Manager at Petco. I am also a project management enthusiast, a gamer and a father of two. And I am honored to be invited to this podcast and tell you the story of our team, Pepco team, and Cididin winning the best supply chain solution category for Adam Smith Awards. First of all, I was surprised, we all were surprised, that we won the award. We started the journey in this project without thinking of any awards. We just wanted to deliver a value to the company and our suppliers. But after Alan, our sponsor, explained to us what the award is, that it's been granted for many years now. It's prestigious. And who else won what other companies won? We were very proud. So we felt pride, happiness, of course. And you know when we went through the list of other winners in, in other categories and the companies that we run against in our category. We were honored to win such a award. I joined Pepco one year and a half ago and the first thing that was really hitting me was the company culture. I felt uh, great in the company even though it was a difficult times. The, at that time it was COVID times, everyone was working from home, but still, even on you know, calls with people, I saw you know people being happy, embracing the values of the company, having Pepco logos behind them. Uh, all of that was cool. And I said, yeah, I have a good feeling about this company. It probably cares about employees. And that was true. But with this project, I saw it also cares about the suppliers. It was a difficult time for everyone, also our suppliers. Supply chains were disrupted. Stores were closed. So introducing such project was good because I felt we were improving companies' working capital, which is always good for business. But we are also improving the cash situation of our suppliers. They would not get paid months and months' time. They would get paid almost immediately if they joined the program, which is a big difference for them. So I felt that's a great value proposition, a win-win for both parties. At first, we spent hours and hours and hours just uh, being in Excel, doing projections, doing math, and 
different scenarios that may occur, just drinking Red Bull and basically seeing uh, tables and charts. But then when we figured this out, every scenario basically that we could figure, we spent just minutes on meetings discussing them because the decision was really a no-brainer. Uh, we have to do it. It's a great value. Let, let's just make it happen. And then how we manage it is, is we put together the team of multinational uh, experts, finance experts and our buying experts from Poland, UK, and our sourcing offices in, in China, India, and Bangladesh. And we joined forces with experts from Sydney, all over the world, Ireland, US, uh, Hong Kong. We started to have the vision how this will all work. We, we designed the process, we trained people, we set up IT infrastructure, and then we could start. Two of the things I can think of is, first of all, we learned that we needed to present the incentives to vendor in a clear way. All of this works on you know math, right? But in a nutshell, is that from supplier angle, they will get paid way, way, way sooner than they would normally. So this is the value for them. This is how we basically presented that. And then the second learning is that once we did that promise, once we made that promise to them, you will literally you know, feel the difference if you join the program. We had to make good on our promise. And that's not an easy thing because the process changed a lot. A lot of teams are involved in, in, in the payment process. So we needed to introduce a very thorough monitoring process, reporting process, control meetings, etc., to ensure we are actually delivering on our promise to vendors. Once we did that, uh, the program exploded, it kicked off. We had a queue of vendors just waiting to be onboarded. We just needed to manage it well. And uh, we could see that, uh, first of all, the suppliers are happy. Second of all, that our stakeholders are happy and the teams know what they are doing. I could tell the story whole day, how we made that happen. But if anyone wants to contact me, just find me on LinkedIn. It's Mateusz Shiva, S-I-W-A. And I also encourage you to check our Instagram and LinkedIn page of Holpepco, P-E-P-C-O. We have a great value proposition for our clients. I bet you would like it. Thank you for having me on this podcast. Have a great day. And now it's time for a word from their partner. Hi, I'm Mavis Schanker, the head of trade sales for Emerging Europe and the regional team at City. The main aims of the project were to provide a scalable local and foreign currency financing solution to Pepco's suppliers. Pre-COVID, Pepco's payment terms to its suppliers were extremely short because it believed that pricing, which is key to its business model, would be impacted by the extended terms as suppliers would have to finance the payment terms themselves at a relatively high cost. COVID-19 led to shops being closed, which resulted in a lower footfall. To overcome this cash flow problem, Pepco decided to extend payment terms with its strategic suppliers. Now, suppliers started financing themselves through factoring via local banks at a cost of up to 10%. And that, combined with rising inflation post-COVID and commodity price increase, meant an increase in cost of goods sold. Hence, Pepco decided to use supply chain finance to reduce costs for its strategic suppliers. Bangladesh is a very critical market for Pepco, but it is also highly regulated. City worked extensively with its regional and local teams to put together a workable yet automated solution for Pepco in Bangladesh, 
and Pepco was the first client to go live on this solution. An additional challenge was that Pepco had an agency structure in Bangladesh, so City had to introduce an innovative four-party supply chain finance arrangement, including the buyer, the bank, agents, and suppliers, all compliant with Bangladeshi law. A huge congratulations to all our Adam Smith Awards winners. Thank you for listening to this episode of our dedicated Adam Smith Awards podcast series brought to you by the Treasury Today Group. More episodes will be coming soon featuring other award-winning solutions. So please subscribe to our channel so you can stay updated wherever you get your podcasts.